What's up, everybody? Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire Side Quest, a little fireside chat, fireside side quest about <laughs> Resident Evil 2. This is the first time in a while that we both have played a new contemporary game around release. This is less than two weeks before it came out. Yeah. And we're excited to talk full-on spoilers. We hope to do this rapists. more regularly throughout the year. That'd be, that'd be nice. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? It'd be nice. Must be nice. Hamilton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to talk about Resident Evil 2. If you have not beat Resident Evil 2, and by beat, I mean played both scenarios. It's important. Play both scenarios. Do the second run. I almost didn't. And I fucking am so glad I did. Do the second run. If you haven't, Stop listening. If we'll talk have, in detail. Or if you about just the don't give run. a shit and horror games aren't your thing, and you just want to know how cool it is and great. Then listen. If you know you're never going to play it anyway. So hold on. We both played Resident Evil Two. We both played the regular and the second run. I just finished around midnight last night. Um, you finished a week ago, maybe? Yeah, about a week ago. I blew through this game. I loved it. You blew this game. I I blew I said I blew through this game, but I would also blow this game. So <laughs> <laughs> that's appropriate. What uh what order did you do the campaigns in? Um, I did Leon standard and then Claire second run. Typical, always going for this the white male. <laughs> um, I did the same. <laughs> no, actually, I'll tell you why. I did it for a very specific reason, and then realized that reason was bullshit apparently i was under the impression for some reason that claire had six item slots and leon had eight item slots i don't know why i i thought that was the case so i figured oh i'll do leon first more item slots then after i know yeah. the game i'll do less item slots and then i started clearing i'm like oh wouldn't have made a difference cool i i think maybe in the original it was that way but maybe not in this one because i've also learned that the hip hip pouches are new to this version they did Thank not God. exist in the original. Thank all of the gods. Yes. <laughs> so Resident Evil 2, top level. I think we both want to fuck this game so hard because it's so good. Okay, this is the first time I've heard you admit you loved it, so thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oftentimes we're like, I don't tell holding my impression on things, like even the Link to the Past spoiler where I was like, eh. I, um, I'm not supposed to tell Chad either, but I just can't. I cave every time. <laughs> <laughs> I can just read it on your face. So yeah, we, I freaking loved it. I beat the first campaign as Leon, and I was like, man, that was really good. I really liked that game. I have some qualms with it that we'll talk about here in a little bit. And then I was like, second run. I heard that you're supposed to play it, that it's like 50% different. Let's see if it's worth it. And I jump in, and I play about an hour, and I stop. And I say, I don't know. This kind of just feels like a speed run of the first run through. I don't think I'm going to finish it. So my yeah, plan like was seeing, not to finish it. But also, like, at the very, very beginning, you start off in the courtyard as opposed to the front of the police station. So you're like, oh, this is different. And then you just enter the police station for, from a different area. And then it's basically the same police station plus – or replacing a different key. Right. That's basically the only difference. Yeah. You get a well, diamond the key tyrant as well. We'll get to of, that. Uh, instead of the club key with Leon. Yeah. There's also a difference with the tyrant, but we'll yeah. not talk about that quite yet. So I was like, oh, maybe I won't do this. And then a couple days go by, and I listen to the kind of funny spoiler cast on their games cast, and they start mentioning an orphanage. And I was like, what? An orphanage? And they start talking about the, the storyline. I was like, fuck, I got to go back and play this. And I start playing it a little bit more, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is very different. 
I get access to parts of the police station mm-hmm. that I didn't have access to as Leon, and vice versa. I don't have access to other areas now. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of like a speed run for the police station part of it. And then after you get out of the police station, that's when the game really starts to differ a lot. You get the whole storyline with the little girl, Sherry. Yeah. You get... Um, oh, you made, you made a squeak. It is a squeak. I mean, the cutscenes are different, but this, like, this, the police station in terms of gameplay is the most different in terms of navigation and getting around and how different it is navigating the police station yeah. than it is the sewers and the lab later on. Which oh, really different yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. the cutscenes. Like, instead of Ada being in the trash compactor area, it's Sherry instead. Not a trash compactor, but just like the dump area. Yeah. Or whatever it was. You know, was it like a, was it trash? Well, there, was it like a dump or something like that? It, it, was, a, it was a garbage area. Yeah. But it was it was still like you play through an orphanage running from a police officer that's going to kill you and yeah. stuff you like a fucking animal. Mm-hmm. Or you play as Ada running from the tyrant with a little magnifier or x-ray machine that turns on yeah. things. So it's like there's still a, a nice chunk of the game that is very different between the two. So mm-hmm. and the ending you don't see the actual ending until you play both of them. The boss battles are slightly different at the end as well. Yes. So that was one thing is that I had heard that in the second game, uh, Resident Evil 2, the whole time you're fighting Burke and it's more and more intense fighting him. He gets bigger and bigger and bigger until at the end, he's just like this big blob that basically fills up the whole screen coming towards you. Yeah. So when I get to the end of Leon's campaign, the first campaign for me, and it was the tyrant I'm fighting against the final boss, I'm like, oh, so when's this... When's this big blob going to show up? Yeah. And then it just has a little cutscene, shows uh, Claire and some little girl I've never even yeah, seen I was like, before. Who the fuck is this little girl on this train right now? End yeah. of story. <laughs> End of story. And then I'm like, where, what, what was the blob? What? I was going to play the second run anyway. But then the second run, then you used to get the blob and all that. And that was kind of cool. It was kind of worth it. It was an yeah. awesome. That, that was reminded me a lot of the final boss battle in Resident Evil 7 as well, where you're in the. Yeah, I, the, it was. It, it, it's literally the same thing, except it's a. the top of a house instead of a train yep yeah um what what's your impression things you love about the game before we get into some kind of dislikes that you had to think real hard about yeah i really had to think hard about some of the dislikes and they're there but they're really the crux of the game is the horror and it just nails the horror perfectly like there's there's all the flaws i have with the game none of them have anything to do with the horror and 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 how um, the atmosphere develops in every single area you go to the the police station the sewers and, and the laboratory it's just every time you done. say police station it sounds like playstation PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> the playstation's terrifying it's really scary i mentioned this a few weeks ago but what makes the police station so good is that it is an area that should be so safe i mean it's the police station like if if a serial killer were chasing you and a police station was close you'd run to the police station it's a safe place but it's not. It's, nope. it's scary. It's terrifying. Every hall you go down is is just completely destroyed because of a zombie rampage. They tried to defend against the zombies and they couldn't. And you can see that in just the environmental storytelling throughout the PlayStation. The PlayStation, I think, is the highlight of absolutely. the whole game. Similar to the mansion in Resident Evil 1. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's the iconic it's... big labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then you go into how the survival elements of the game come into play where you can kill enemies, but you really shouldn't. Your ammo is scarce and, and how they lay ammo throughout the game is really, really good. I think I just was too conservative with the ammo my run through. So I ended up with a lot of it by the end, but I can see like if you were trying to shoot everything and you were just kind of going, Oh my God, zombie fire. Like, cause you're scared. You would feel really, really tense in the scenarios. What difficulty um, because you don't have ammo. 
normal. I had a different intensity because I was just running past everything. So I don't really have the intensity of like, oh my God, I don't have ammo. Like it's so scarce. My intensity was just, I don't want to use any of this ammo because I don't know what's coming up next. Yeah. So I'm just going to run past everything and only do one shot in the head so I can just run past them as opposed to trying to make them fall to the floor. Like it just, I was constantly thinking about what potential horror could be ahead. And it just, it made you plan. It made you think um, it was, very very effective with its survival horror mechanics absolutely part of my playthrough with leon i did a very similar thing where i was very conservative i would run past Mm -hmm. as many things as possible um what that ended up doing is whenever you get to the point where mr x or the tyrant is chasing you Mm -hmm. you suddenly now have to run through areas that have tons of zombies in them because you didn't kill them and you're like yep fuck now (laughs) i i don't have time to shoot them once in the head because he's right behind me i also wish i had boarded any of the windows up because <laughs> when you have the opportunity and things are slow and i see boards on the ground i was like oh i'm not gonna waste inventory space on those and then very shortly into the game everything just fucking swarms you through the windows mm-hmm. you're like god damn and, it and, the, and you have to backtrack a lot mm-hmm. and it's really effective backtracking because you're like shit i know what i left there <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> i don't want to go back there again um, the, the, the liquors was one enemy that's very, very scary, but not actually difficult. When I had to go back to a liquor area, I would just walk really slowly through it and nothing would happen. But where the game gets really smart is like you were saying with the tyrant, like, oh, I didn't take care of that liquor because I just could walk past it. So like, yep. whatever. But then you're like, oh shit, but now the tyrant's chasing me. I can't go slow because the tyrant's chasing me, but I have to go slow because this liquor's right here. And there's this really good... Like, zombies is a good example of this. When a zombie is coming up to you, there's this fear of, I got to shoot the zombie right now because it's in front of me and I'm scared. But when the tyrant's chasing you, it adds an extra element to it because the the, the relationship to the different enemies is very effective. Where now I'm, I have that same fear of the zombie coming up to me from the front, but I know I have to do it even quicker because I can hear the footsteps of the tyrant, but I don't really know <laughs> how far back he is. Yeah. And just all the enemies play off of each other really well, specifically the tyrant and just how he adds an extra tension to every scenario he's in sells it. Yeah. I didn't figure out the trick to the, um, to knowing there was a liquor in the room until after I had taken care of a few of them. Is there a trick? Well, when you hear them scream. Oh, okay. Like I, I would just be running through the hallway and all of a sudden the liquor would just be like, and attack my face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas any room that they're in, as you open the door, you can hear them scream. You're like, oh, there's a liquor in this room. I'm going to calm mm-hmm. the fuck down and walk slowly. So, yeah, I did have to kill quite a few liquors, like three or four right off the bat. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm wasting so much shotgun ammo on these guys. But what I found really difficult was trying to sneak through a room when there were also zombies in the room. Yes, in the lab. There's that one um, room in the lab that has like three zombies and a liquor. And two liquors, yeah. I mean, two, first time there was only one. Second time there was two liquors. There was two both times. Oh, for, I, mean, I just didn't see the other one the first time then. Gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah it, that's, that's where I was like, oh, man, I'm going to sneak by these zombies and then go to this door to the freezing room and boom, suddenly two liquors. God damn it. And all Really quick, actually. It's possible actually was only one liquor for me. There's a dynamic difficulty system that will adapt things based on how well you do in the game. You might have been doing better in the game than me, so they put two liquors in that room instead of one for me. Is that that extensive? Or was I don't it, know if it's that I, extensive. I found that if I died a couple times, like, are you sure you don't want to play on baby mode? 
no. So I noticed this uh, um, with a few things. I don't know about liquors for sure. What I just said, that's just me hypothesizing. But one thing I, I did notice for sure is um, like I was play, played hard mode, right? Yeah. And the first time I went to go to the zombie, um, in the very first zombie you run into in the gas station, he bites me immediately. Went to danger, uh, danger on my health from yeah. full to danger. When I died and I went back again, he bites me. I only went to caution. Oh. And that was in hard difficulty. So they do adapt things. Maybe they don't add or replace enemies. Um, but I feel like that's a pretty easy way to increase difficulty is adding or removing enemies. So I'd imagine that would be in there. But I don't know. That's just I haven't noticed that behavior. Gotcha. But I definitely only noticed one liquor in that room. So that might – it could be yeah. the case. I also could found the, that – as long as I was going short distances in the room with the liquor, I could outrun them. So I'd be yeah. like, oh, man, I only have to travel just down the hallway to the door, and I'll just outrun it. I'll be totally Generally, fine. if you miss their first attack, they stop for a little bit, and you can r- run away. Yeah. It's only if they come after you a second time, that's where it, it gets bad. Let's talk, speaking of liquor screaming, let's talk sound yeah. design. Because I think that's another yes. area where this thing excels from the like atmospheric things like on the second run when you're walking mm-hmm. in the uh, parking garage area and you go into the kennel where all the dogs are. The first time you go through it, you hear the dogs growling. You're like, fuck, you walk in there. There are dogs in cages. You can shoot them there or you can shoot them later. The second time you're like, oh, I know there's going to be dogs in there. And instead you just hear the and it's like you can hear them eating bone and muscle. And you're like, oh, shit. And you walk in there and there's just a liquor fucking mm-hmm. eating their bodies. Oh, man, what a gross noise. But also, the tyrant. Like, yep. you're just sitting there, and then all it is is a couple of footsteps, and you're like, fuck, immediately start sweating. The dread comes over you. Open up the map screen. Where do I go? How do I escape this area? <laughs> Sound design was freaking fantastic. Yeah, even just, you know... The police station, you walk in a certain hallway, and you just hear zombies banging on the windows, and you're like, yep. boarded up, don't have any boards, run, just run. Yep, just, <laughs> just run. run. <laughs> you were about to ask? Um, did you have any, I, I didn't notice actually any of, the, any of the music. I don't know whether it just kind of faded into the background or whether there was any. There all. was music, but it was very just atmospheric in tones. Was it? Yeah. Was I don't Ominous recall. tones. I think the save room had like a melody to it. Oh, um, yeah, the save rooms always do. Yeah, but I don't really recall it. But I think that honestly is just more of a testament to how absorbed you get in the game, as opposed to it not standing out. It, it was they wouldn't you wouldn't want to have like high roll music, <laughs> like sure. heavy melodies in this. It was all atmospheric. Let's talk survival horror because we've talked about how it's really great at horror. Uh, mm-hmm. You've mentioned a little bit about your ammo. Um, yeah. I found I played it on standard difficulty. Which I think mm-hmm. means that if you're... As did I. Yeah. Um, I think that means that ammo is a little bit more plentiful and mm-hmm. health is a little bit more plentiful than you would see on hard. Yeah. Um, I, the first time, was more conservative. But I, even with Claire, I felt mm-hmm. like I did more of a speed run and I ran past things a lot more. But as I got to the final boss, I felt like I was always scrambling for ammo. I also... Oh, see, that's the opposite of what I had. I literally have a note in here saying... Conserving too much ammo made boss battles easier. Literally, this final boss, like the big blob coming yeah. in the train, I just unloaded flame rounds nonstop until he was dead, and it didn't take that long. I used literally every single – my last bullet I had was what killed him. <laughs> every single bullet. But I think it is because on the boss beforehand – actually, when you're fighting uh, William – 
William mm-hmm. Baker. Baker is his last Burke. name? Burke. William Burke. Burke. When you're fighting him in the lab, that's where I yes. just unloaded acid round after acid round after acid round mm-hmm. nonstop on him. And then from there, when you get the fucking minigun as Claire, that's yeah. whenever I was like, fuck yeah, I unloaded that thing on it. And then I was like, acid <laughs> round. Oh, I'm out of acid rounds now. Oh, I didn't bring my machine gun because I was out of ammo for that anyway. And then mm-hmm. I was upset with how many pistols you get as Claire. Yes. And how none of them seem to take the same ammo. And that was so yeah. frustrating for me because. Well, all right. Two things to that, though. Yeah. Too many pistols. However, it did like, it was the coolest wish fulfillment in a game ever. I thought to myself while playing it, this game is really cool. It'd be awesome if they had a gun with laser sight on it, just like in Resident Evil 4. Yeah. And then they gave it to me. And I'm like, yeah, it's an extra pistol, but it's the one I wanted. So. Yeah, as long as you have good. ammo for that specific type of pistol. I use that one primarily, though. The um, the six shot that you have. Yeah. I think it's a little bit more powerful, too. It is, yeah. I just conserved the ammo on that, and I literally went into the lab with, like, 60 bullets for that gun. I used the 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 six shot that you can, like, really quickly fire. Um, yeah. I can't remember the, the exact. It was, like, a quick action or quick something. I think that's the one I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah, I used that. You you like shoot like two three shots really quickly with that one. Yeah, if you just yeah flare the trigger, you could shoot all six really quick. Yeah, Um, I never did that. I I conserved too much. Gotcha. Um, I used that most of the game until I ran out of ammo for it, and I was like, oh fuck, now I got to use some other shitty pistol that's in here. (laughs) But then you also had this the one that was really it was a six shot pistol as well, but it took different. It was the SRS sixty. Yeah, and then you could find the high powered ammo for it, which was basically I guess equivalent to the magnum ammo because it was a one shot kill for most zombies. Mm -hmm. Did you Wait, get the SMG? Yeah, I got the SMG. Okay. I had 600 rounds for that by the time I got to the final boss. That was I so, never I used it. I thought it was so weak. Yeah, I didn't use it. I, didn't I never using used it. it until I got to the sewers. Yeah. I didn't have to use it there either. In the sewers is where I started everything. killing things. Okay. I started actually, like, taking out zombies. Mm-hmm. That's Wait, actually, I think uh, you, you had to. So this is a yeah. this is a note that I have about police station really open. I felt it was a much more open area. Laboratory and sewers were much more narrow to a good part for the horror, but also meant it's far more linear. When you say you didn't, ha- I I, I hesitate to use those words open and narrow because I feel like the police station was there were paths that would that would um, loop back into each other, so right. I could be like. And you didn't get as much of that. That's what I mean by open. In the sewers and the laboratory, you don't get that almost at all. Right. So I, I really like the police station because like the mansion, you know, I, I feel like everything worked together. It was really well planned. The architecture mm-hmm. of the entire station, how you could get to something several different ways, but there, it's a puzzle to figure out how to unlock the right door or open the right switch and that kind of stuff. And I felt like that was really, really well planned and thought out. And then by the time yeah. you get to the sewers and the lab, that's where it's much more of a like, okay, it's just a series of long hallways. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, oh man, I don't like these areas as much because they're not as yeah fun or intricate. And it kind of lines up with the story too because at the same point in the story, the police station, you don't really know what's going on. Who's this Ada person? Who's this mysterious person? You have no idea really what's really happening. And by the time you leave the police station – you know um, that you're heading into the sewers to get to the laboratory. Like you have more of a direct mission at that point. I think that's yeah. why those areas are more direct because you're only in the sewers to get to the laboratory and you're only in the laboratory to get the, the vial. 
you're in the police station to kind of find out what's going on. So it's, it's just more of an open point in the story as well. Well, you you learn pretty early on in the police station that like the way to get out of here is the parking garage. Like that's your goal. Yeah, but I think there's still an element of needing to figure out what's even going on in the police station. Like, yes, you have that goal to kind of finish everything off, but everything is, well, that's not true on everything because some of the um, medallions are pretty close to the middle. But you're encouraged to explore more in that yeah. area. And also, again, at the point of the story, though, you don't know what's going on. You don't need to get out. But you don't really have any idea what's going on. You don't get to Ada and all that stuff until after the medallions. So, yeah. Excuse which uh, which storyline did you like better, Leon or Claire? It's tough, actually. Um, I liked Sherry a lot more than Ada. I yeah. thought the orphanage you mean playing scene was... as Sherry or just the character yes, herself? playing as Sherry. That was yeah. much more interesting. Um, just because there, it was a different change of pace. You're escaping from this crazy chief of police. Yeah, as opposed to zombies, like it, was just, it had a different feel to it. That it was, was gonna cool. fucking stuff you, not just kill yeah. you, but stuff you. How yeah, gross. Whereas Ada, her playable section kind of annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> where... I did feel like it was obnoxious. I was like, oh man, are we really doing this? We're X-raying things on the wall and and hacking them. Is that what we're doing? And then it you was... get to like the ones with the zombies. Are like, okay, there's a bit of challenge. But then you were through that in a second. And then the, the tyrant chases after you for yeah. 30 seconds and it's over. Like, well, it that's just, it, when the, the heat, I feel like the heat is on. It's like, oh, shit. Now I have to and then do it this. Ends. And, and then, yeah, it's over way and too quick. Ends. So, but on top of the part that like, drove me a little bit nuts was she's this really cool character. She's got the sunglasses and the trench coat. She's mysterious. And then suddenly she's in this like skin tight red dress. Like, What? That made no sense <laughs> whatsoever. It was so strange. It's because she had to leave her trench coat on Leon to keep him warm. That's true. And she, of course, was wearing that skin-tight red dress throughout the rest of the story. Yeah. While fighting the tyrant and everything. Like, it's just it's so stupid. Like You played Resident Evil 4. You know she's that skin-tight red dress all the time. I know. I know. It's just it's ridiculous. And it just it was stupid. It just didn't fit. Everything else totally worked, and then that was just like, well, that's kind of out of place. And it does didn't... seem, especially in this Resident Evil, most of them get really wacky and weird and crazy, but this one did feel a lot more like, I, I mean, it was hokey. Grounded. Yeah, I know. It was still kind of hokey, but it is definitely more grounded than with the little I played of Resident Evil 4, which was just ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I just thought that was an odd change of pace, and I thought they had said they weren't going to have her red dress in it. I don't know uh, why I thought that, but I had this impression that was going to be the case. Maybe it, there's alternate costume. Well, there are alternate costumes for all the characters. So maybe, maybe she has yeah. it too. So. Maybe. I don't know. I just thought it was strange. But yeah, I think the bigger point there is what you mentioned, though, is like the hacking stuff. At first, I was a little confused because I'm like, what is this doing in this game? This doesn't fit at all. Was it designed to like change up the gameplay? Because I was really liking the gameplay and I didn't want it to be changed yeah. up. It just felt like an interruption. But Sherry's, going back to that, was more complimentary to the experience than than Ada's was, I think. Yeah. But Ada's storyline was cooler in terms of the the secrecy, who is she really? Because I don't really know much about Resident Evil. I've only played this and 7 all the way through. I don't really know much about her. I don't know much about Stars, which I'm assuming she works for Stars. Am I wrong? Um Chris works for Stars. I don't I don't think no, she works Who does she work for? I don't remember. I don't think she works for Stars though. 
Oh, okay. I think she's like maybe some private contractor. Okay. Or mercenary, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um that all that whole part was kind of cool. Obviously she's coming back even though she quote unquote died at the end. Well, we never saw her die. That's true. She and we gave also never the rocket launcher. S- yeah, we never see who gives the rocket launcher, but I'm pretty sure it was Ada. No, it was her. We saw her. Did we? I thought it was just like we just saw like the the back of somebody. No, we saw and she's like good luck or something like that and she kicks down the rocket launcher to him. I just thought that was a mysterious person. Maybe I didn't. No, that was I, that I was Ada. Something. She was it like was definitely she Ada? was like on a steel beam like crippled and she's like, "Oh my god, well, good luck." And she kicks down that to him. You don't remember that? I remember the kicking down part. I don't remember thinking that was Ada though. Well, there when you're fighting him. Yeah. I can't remember where the, I don't remember seeing it when you're fighting him, but I remember somewhere in there. No, yeah, you they kick down do. the, the they kick down the the rocket launcher, all that that happens during the fight. Yes, that happens but, during the fight, but we don't see the Ada part exactly at that moment. I don't, actually, I can't remember anymore. Yeah, we, for some know, reason, I, I remember that happening later in it. Oh, all right. I don't know. Well, I don't recall that being Ada, but maybe it is. I don't know. Um, it's possible. What other character would it have been? Oh, right, Jill, exactly. the the doctor died. Yep. Which is a, I wanted. I actually want to bring you to this. I want to talk the second one a little bit. There was some, there were differences. But also some contradictions where things didn't line up, right? Yeah, it it made you believe that, like, hey, these might be two stories that are happening concurrently. But then it's just like, and sometimes also they very were different things are happening. But then sometimes they were, yeah. So like one of them that was really strange when the is it Doctor Gray, Doctor Jill Gray, is that her name? Uh, Whatever Ante- her name is, Antenne, Annette, Annette, Annette. I don't know why. Where did Jill Gray come from? Is that from I Grey's have Anatomy? No idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Anyway, her, when she dies, I, I'm like, wait, isn't this also the scene where she's supposed to be – where was the note I have here? She's supposed to be in um, – where was the note I have here? I don't know. I mean there are other it's on, it's examples on my phone. too where like you, – You need an example and I'll, and I'll find like my Like when, when Leon and Ada take the train from the sewers – Mm-hmm. And you're like, cool, train's gone. And then Claire gets there. The train and is still the there. And she takes the trains. Yeah. And she takes the train. But also Leon left a note for her at the train. And you're like, oh, Leon's been here. He took the train, but also the train is right here waiting for me. And the fact that Leon's been ahead of her the whole time, and then mm-hmm. she gets to the same room that he fights the William in, and she is suddenly now fighting William instead, where canonically yep. he's already done that. And But also this that takes place at the same time where she's now in the room with the other character yep. dying when she's supposed to be helping someone else fight William Burke. Yeah. <laughs> like, things just don't line up. Yeah, that's that's a note that I had. Um, so that stuff didn't quite line up well, but I can forgive it because I kind of the whole time playing going, the point of this game is not really the story. The point of the game is the horror. Everything else is just an excuse to keep you going. Right. And, this and sense it's not of mystery like there's, is- like, a canon at all. Obviously, you could play it in any order, any... You could play Leon first, Claire second run. You could do the opposite. Yeah. There's not a canon at all, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, random question for you. Yeah. Did you notice any randomized events? What do you mean? So I came across this one thing, and it happened once, but it was so significant, I have to mention it. Either there are randomized events and they're just so well done you don't realize it, or there's just this one thing I noticed that happened to be scripted, whether you do certain things or not, 
to make you feel like anything can happen. Um, I was in the interrogation room, okay? Okay. And I walk out and I hear the tyrant's footsteps. And rather than him coming down the hall to the interrogation room, he bursts through the wall shared by the interrogation room hallway and the press room. It just breaks the wall down. And then there's just this huge hole in the wall and I can walk through it and go to the press room very quickly. Create a little shortcut. It's kind of nice. Oh. But then I died and it never happened again. Interesting. I guess and maybe I went back like to that same right area. Spot, right time, maybe that can happen. I don't know. Did you run across anything like that at all? Um, Not really, no. Okay. Because it really was like, oh, like, what is scripted in this game? And what's not scripted in this game? I was kind of... It got me really intrigued on how things are done behind the scenes. Because yeah. why would that only happen the one time? I went back. It's like I died, went right back there again to make it happen again, and it didn't happen. That damn tyrant. Crazy. Man. That damn tyrant. Uh, speaking of that damn tyrant, one of the coolest yeah. parts of this entire game is when that tyrant is ripping the elevator doors open in the clear second run, and William comes up behind him and just fucking gashes oh, yeah. the entire section of his abdomen out. And Oh, yep. my God. That was so cool. <laughs> and in my head, I was going, wait a minute. Isn't he supposed to be the final boss? Little did I know they were going to switch places. Mm-hmm. So crazy. I don't think I have anything else to, to add in here. I already mentioned, I think, in last week how like, the gore kind of adds to the set dressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I enjoyed. Um, I don't know. I, just, I don't have much else to say. I mean, it's really, really fucking good. I think it's also the first big game of the year contender. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, for us who haven't played Kingdom Hearts, I'm sure those people would consider that the game of the year contender. It's, uh, Kingdom Hearts, from all the reviews and discussions I'm hearing, they're like, it's a good game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's game, no one's calling it like amazing masterpiece game of the year. Oh, I, I'm not talking about the publications. I'm talking about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts fans. Even they are like, it's great. It's Yeah, okay. we've been waiting a lot of years and it's here. It's so unenthusiastic. (laughs) Um, So from this, two things I'm really excited about. One, they've announced three pieces of DLC that are coming. Mm -hmm. I think they're free, but it's the the survivor stories. Or not survivors, but other people in there. The the, the ghost stories one. Ghost stories. That's what it is. I'm really excited to be able to play out the uh, father-daughter storyline and see kind of what that's about. Yes, the, from the that Leon was playthrough. heartbreaking when yeah, that happened. Right? Also, like, leave that us alone, the part... and then gunshot. I'm like, oh, what happened? That one moment, <laughs> that that scene there, where he's that's when I mo- noticed, like, holy shit, the RE engine is so good at facial animations. We hadn't even talked about the facial animations yet. They were yeah. that was that's this one entire the... engine. One one of the main cornerstones of this engine is facial animations, and that's one of the things that sells the horror so well. Is like yep. I feel for that person because I can see their face and they look scared. Yeah, like, yeah. When it, very very early on, when Leon is pulling the police officer uh, underneath the the barricade, and the zombies are ripping him in half, and you can just see his face as he's screaming in pain. Yeah, like. That that's what a guy screaming in pain looks like. Also, this is really weird, but the teeth looked good. <laughs> <laughs> Video game teeth always look awful. And that's one yeah. of the things that like takes you out of the experience when a character's talking, their face can be as expressive as hell, but then mm-hmm. their teeth look like they're carved out of a block of wood. And then it's like com- just complete blackness behind it. 
this the yeah, teeth so they're, they're like the really absolute great. perfect teeth yeah <laughs> yep and then uh, another thing I'm excited about is the potential of Resident Evil 3 remake because I fucking can't wait to play more Resident Evil. I'm more excited about that than Resident Evil 8. I don't, We obviously have no idea what Resident Evil 8 is or will yeah. be. Who knows? It might be a Resident I mean, Evil 2 successor. Sure. Totally could, possible. I don't, I don't know much about Resident Evil 3 or whether it's a direct sequel or not, but Resident mm-hmm. Evil 8 could just be a direct sequel to 8 or 2. Possibly. This also, since they mentioned they're not going to remake, they have they don't intend on remaking four, five, and six. I kind of want to go back and play six now. Oh, you want to play six? I'm, I never played six. I played four twice. I played five before, but I've never played okay. six. I have played half of four. I've never played five. I've never played six. So my goal this year was to play six at some point. Maybe what we should do is I'll play four before we get there. I don't know. Yeah, that would work. Because that story would feed just, right into six. Because it's kind of like a split storyline. We just play we'll four, five, and six. six. In like, well, and do you want to do that for like a two month barth? Just play four, five, and six. Oh, and no, it wouldn't that would be, be that long. Uh, that would be. I guess actually four apparently is quite long. Yeah. Five and five six. has co op. We could play that together. We could. I don't know if we it's could. on. I'm sure. I'm sure it's online co op. It was definitely split screen co op because that's how I played it originally in mm-hmm. college. And then six is actually know. split up in three scenarios. I don't know. Anyway, that's our. Do you have anything left to say about Resident Evil Two? Uh, no. I just I think it's a really good game. It's wonderful. You play it. It's like wonderful. most Resident Evil games, it takes. I feel like it loses pace a little bit at the end with the lab. By the time I got sure. to the end of the sewers in the lab, I was like, I'm ready for this to be done. I can't wait. That's for the one more thing I wanted to say. Actually, just the entrance to the lab is so fucking epic because you know oh, it's the last yeah. area and just there's like the door opens you're like ooh, this is a cool door this is epic and then he's like oh there's another door and then there's another door that has to open and then another door has to open and then another door it's just like oh this is epic. And this the whole is time really it's like epic. don't enter until all the doors are open don't enter until yeah. all the doors are open and then the last yeah. one doesn't open all the way and you're like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> good stuff yeah good stuff so check out our previous episode we have another one coming up at our regular time this is just a little side quest um let us know what we should play next because we're trying to play more contemporary games so if there's something you guys want us to hear about uh let us upcoming know. games yeah. upcoming games coming with an o <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know if we told anyone i'm chad that's holden and we're going away now bye bye